Hey guys, welcome back to the show. My name is Lauren and this is Liam. Hello. And we have uh, we have an interesting show today. We're going to be focusing on Europe a lot, strangely enough. You guys need to get it together over there. It seems like things are kind of going a certain way. Uh, but first, a huge thank you to everyone who's tuning in right now, especially our live viewers. And if it's your first time here, uh, don't worry, we will be getting to Super Chats after all the show content, kind of an hour into the stream. So mm -hmm. if you want to send us your comments, questions, concerns, um, just stay tuned. We will be getting to all of those. Um, today, we're going to be talking about the the whole London ad controversy with uh, Sadiq Khan apparently celebrating women in their underwear as empowering, but only if they're not white and not in the best of shape, it seems. Uh, then Taylor Swift is just hammering feminism really, really hard. It seems like she's gone from never to talking about politics to making politics her new thing. Interesting choice. We'll see how that works out for her. Then Scandinavian Airlines uh, has released a controversial ad, very questionable, has nothing to do with air travel, of course, because why would it? And uh, we'll see, again, whether this is another example of get woke, go broke. And then finally, is it okay to steal tampons? Apparently, a good amount of people say yes. So that's what we're going to be going over today. But first... I do want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Black Rifle Coffee Company. You guys know we've worked for them for a while now. Amazing company. Black Rifle Coffee Company is a veteran-owned and operated premium small batch roast-to-order coffee company for people who love America. They import only the highest quality beans from around the world and always roast-to-order their coffees for you after you place an order to receive to ensure that you receive the freshest coffee available. All Black Rifle Coffee Company blends are available in whole bean and ground varieties, and uh, they have a lot of their roasts available for purchase in single-serve coffee rounds. The best way to enjoy this freedom-filled coffee is with the Black Rifle Coffee Club. You choose the amount and the blends that you crave, and they offer it to you at a special discounted price, shipped free directly to your home or office every month. You guys know me by now. I'm a sucker for anything in a subscription box. I love having presents sent to me, so... If you want that for coffee, this is your chance. Wake up to America's coffee by going to blackriflecoffee.com slash Lauren. That's blackriflecoffee.com slash Lauren. And if you use the code Lauren, you're going to get 20% off your first order of any coffee products, including Black Rifle Coffee Club. So a great deal there. All right. Sadiq Khan, our Before favorite. Before we get started, I have to do this. No, we, it doesn't look We were look arguing good. about this at the beginning of the show. It doesn't look as good. No one. It, this is the new fashion. It makes your neck look bigger than it. Like, not Perfect. in a good way. I mean, no, the yolk. it looks. <laughs> the yolk look. No one wears it like that, even in the catalog. Okay. You guys will, I'm sure, <laughs> let us know what you think. Just know I objected to this. I tried to caution against what you're seeing right now. You know it's right. No, I don't think If it's so. not the style, by the end of the episode, it will be. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> um, so, Sadiq Khan, everyone's favorite super diverse mayor. Um, in London, they were apparently having a... Um, well, we'll see. Bring up the tweet. I don't even know how to describe it. Um, Sadiq Khan posted, London's greatest strength is our diversity, of course, right? Uh, so, we challenged advertisers to produce ads that better represented our B-A-M-E which I, I'm pretty sure stands for Black and Minority Ethnic Communities. He said, I'm proud to unveil Nubian Skin as the winner of this year's TFL, a Transit for London Diversity in Advertising Competition. Look out for their empowering, inclusive adverts on the TFL network. And uh, here we can see that the winners of this contest, uh, it's an ad featuring some, if you're listening on an audio-only platform um how would you just okay so everyone 
I don't very <laughs> melanated cast of individuals. Yeah, and Th- that's the my new word for it. I like that. Melanated? melanated. Yeah, that's good. The fitness levels. Uh, there's two men in the ad. Yes, they actually have pecs. One of them has abs. Like they're looking pretty good. The women, yes. um, I would say, are on the body positive side of them. Not 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 to the extreme extent, no. but. Yeah, definitely there seems to be some kind of double standard here, almost. Yeah, it, almost, yeah. You know, the body positivity stuff seems to be a feminine thing. Yeah, it, it's not quite reached men yet. And you know what? I'm actually, I'm happy with that. I do not want to see overweight people or whatever it is modeling these things. I will want the product less, actually. Yeah. Um, I think that it's actually way healthier that we strive to look healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm, when I see two guys like this that are, you know, in pretty good shape, good. You, you think like, hey, you know? hey, yeah, good for them. Maybe I should work out yeah. as well. Reminder to stay fit. So, yeah, this was apparently there was this competition they had to increase diversity or promote diversity in ads uh, in, in the London Underground System or London Transit System. It seems like a very strange use of resources but uh this is the i guess press release that came out with this winner of competition to improve ethnic diversity in advertising uh the mayor of london site released that city hall and trans transport for london have announced that hosiery brand nubian skins a different kind of nude campaign has won a major advertising competition and five hundred thousand pounds worth of prominent advertising space on the tfl network now in its second year the diversity in advertising competition is designed to tackle tokenism combat stereotypes and make advertising in london more representative of the capital's rich ethnic diversity working with tfl's media partners the competition called on brands to create adverts that offered authentic portrayals of London's black and minority ethnic communities. So just a a little note here. So they want to promote diversity in advertising, but they want portrayals of only black and minority ethnic communities. So like there's this kind of meme online now that diversity actually just means no white people, but this is like they're saying yes. No, it's it's actually not a meme at this point. It's actually a real observation that's it's becoming less of a boomer thing now. It's actually true. Yeah, that's all it means, and particularly non-white males in in particular. But this time they're just sticking with like males are even less diverse than females. Yeah. Um, They continued, London is one of the most diverse cities in the world with 40% of its population identifying as black, Asian or minority ethnic. That is a huge percentage. And actually, we were in London. What is it? When was that? Like two years ago? Uh, almost two years ago now. Yeah, two years so, ago, and it's crazy. It's true. It it I, this is going to be controversial. It doesn't feel like a European city just because you're not hearing that many European languages. Currently. No, it, it was honestly. Um, I did not enjoy my experience of London. It did not feel like London to me. Yeah. Or what I thought London would be like, and felt like there was definitely not too many um, British patriots around. I guess except yeah. for when we uh, walked by some of the bars, <laughs> but. Uh, It finishes, however, while there have been improvements in the visibility of people from varying ethnic backgrounds and adverts, more than 60% of adverts still feature only or majority white people. Shocking. In a majority white country, more than 60% of adverts still feature only or majority white people. That's actually not that many. 60%? It's not that... Yeah, no, it's not at all. It's not at all. Uh, No, I... Uh, Concerningly, studies have shown that where ethnic minority representation exists, communities... Do not always feel those portrayals are relatable or realistic. Yeah, I had a problem with that. I thought it, I thought it was actually a strange admission because it implies necessarily that uh, ad, uh, minorities find ads that involve people out of their group 
um, to be less appealing, less relatable, yeah. less realistic. Um, so it implies that they have an in-group preference, which I think, to me at least, it's like, well, what are we doing with this whole multiculturalism thing if everybody yeah. in these cultures just prefers their own groups? Yeah. You know? If we if we have to kind of like have people that only look like each other, if we're going to buy certain products, then it should like question like, is diversity really your strength? Because it seems to be at the moment be a huge point of contention and maybe tearing you guys a little bit apart. I don't I don't understand like more basically why the competition is even a thing though. Like. Why does the L city of London care so much about diversity? I mean, you heard him like 40% black or ethnic minority. Like, you guys are plenty diverse enough mm -hmm. already. Like, why are you willing to sacrifice 500,000 pounds of potential ad revenue? I'm guessing the way it works is that the, the company that wins this, their ad's going to be put up for free. They, they don't have to pay for that. That's those spaces. Like, what kind of moralizing busybody looked around at the ads in, in the London transit system and was like, you know what? We need some sort of committee, some kind of competition, not not enough ethnic people in these ads. And it's funny because it's not even like it's a government, like they want more diversity in government um, materials. Like these are just private companies. So the government yeah. is trying to encourage diversity, not only with it, like within its own, I don't know, ad campaigns for social services, but it's like literally just private companies also need to be more diverse now. Oh, absolutely. And you, you know what the sad thing is? I could totally picture this kind of campaign happening in virtually every major city. To be oh, honest. yeah. Oh, for sure. I could see this happening in Canada, in like San Francisco, New oh, yeah. York. Definitely. Um, but just the concept is strange how obsessed with including diversity in everything we do. Like, could you imagine if a bunch of weebs... If you don't know, just like Japan obsessed, like Westerners uh, were to move to yeah. Japan, which is overwhelmingly and homogeneously Japanese. And they and probably then, would not accept them as citizens on the uh, side. They no, would but, not. Yeah. But then could you imagine if those weebs started complaining that there were too many Japanese people in the Japanese ads? Mm -hmm. Like, do you think, what, what do you think would happen? Do you think the Japanese people would say, well, yeah, this is Japan. Most of us are Japanese. So that makes sense. Or... Do you think they would fall over in prostration and uh, completely capitulate and start throwing money to get more white people in their media? Because like I, we know from experience now what Western countries have done. I have a feeling Japan would not act the same way. Or any other country for that matter. Any other country. Really, any other country that's outside of like North America and Europe. The only places you can do this way and talk about the native populations in this way is yeah. European or pan-european i guess places mm -hmm. and the thing is like i don't like have whoever you want in your ads but it's just it's so strange that this is such a huge point for some people they care about it right. so much they're willing to throw money at these like that's the thing western we have so much debt western countries right we are just like up to our necks in debt um we don't have extra money to be spending on increasing diversity in advertising. Like we are borrowing money from China to make sure that ads are more diverse. And like, I'm sure the Chinese are loving collecting interest perfect. payments well, only that. on our self-destruction, but yes, why? Exactly. Why are we doing We're this? Like you want to pay to break your own country? Go Bar for it. This is, this is amazing. Go for I'll it. I'll be there, I'll see you in 20 years. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, also, can we talk about the name Nubian Skin? Yeah. Like, do, do you think if a brand came out with like, Scandinavian skin and they only did like hosiery for like yeah white people and yeah. they just had a bunch of white people on there I know how that would go Our tidy whitey is a white supremacist construct I, I'm, I'm sure we could get that idea trending if we wanted to yeah that's true we could do we could get a research paper published yeah okay 4chan 
know what to do. Um, so obviously people had some things to say about the situation. I don't even know how to describe the situation if I had to. Um, London goes even crazier than it has been in the past. Um, so Zuby, uh, who's really great, if you don't follow him, you should. We're actually going to be at an event with him this coming July, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, he pretty he ratioed the mayor of London. He asked, how is making everybody black diversity? Can't we all just go back to being normal and get along? People are tired. Yeah, so that tweet had more likes than the mayor's original tweet which is it's accurate who cares about this you know what he's 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 right i am so tired of this yes. i'm so tired of all this this race it's it's really just inflammatory. It's race baiting, i think it's yeah. race baiting and inflammatory i think it's causing problems that historically were not there mm-hmm. like you know we just heard actually jesse smollett is being indicted on six yeah. different counts um and it's like you did like 20 10 15 years ago i didn't hear about black people making fake crimes that yeah black celebrities making fake crimes that they were being beat up by MAGA country people. Yeah, but we did, if there's anything good from that situation, we did get the MAGA country meme or saying, which I actually very much appreciate. So there is that. Um, And what makes this whole situation even more ridiculous is that I think most of us will remember a few years ago, Sadiq Khan went on a warpath over a different, yet seemingly similar ad. We have it here, the infamous are you beach body ready ad featuring uh from protein world featuring a like i guess a fitness model in a bikini she looks amazing waistline like i don't know the width of a pencil um he didn't have such nice things to say about that ad even though hey face value right woman in underwear there's there's some similarities there um we we have an article that came out at the time i think this was Gosh, was it 2018? I don't want to put it. We did a video here. on it. Yeah, on we did do a video specifically. about it. Specifically, yeah. Um, from The Guardian, Sadiq Khan moves to ban body shaming ads from London Transport. Yeah, I'm not being hyperbolic. He went on a warpath over this particular ad. Mm-hmm. The mayor of London, Sadiq Khan, has moved to ban from the city's transport network adverts that promote unrealistic expectations about body image and health. And what I love is that this is a real person. Yes. Like, she's she's not some computer-generated, like, figment of the, the male imagination. She's an actual person whose body... Has uh, been completely deemed, obtainable. Yeah, millions of people look like her. And no, I'm not, but like, she's been deemed unrealistic. I know. Now. Yeah, <laughs> like it's, what? And uh, it's not like we're talking about like you know, like a like a, a kind of bodybuilder that has to like I work out eight hours a day to look yeah. this way. We're talking about someone that I think with a proper diet and regular exercise mm-hmm. that's obtainable. And maybe I not everybody so. has that much time, but you could look close to that easily no yeah. problem i don't like that the, the bar has been set so low in terms of our physical fitness now oh, that I just know. a baseline of fitness like no that's not gonna happen we i don't even want to look at that just get it away oh goodness uh they say khan elected in may has told transport for london to stop running body shaming ads amid concerns that the advertising can demean people particularly women if the woman is too fit in the bikini it's terrible but if you put like 40 pounds on her all of a sudden becomes empowering look at that he had pledged to tackle advertising on the tube network during his campaign after ads such as the beach body ready campaign last april led to protests an online petition calling for their removal attracted more than 70,000 signatures. In a statement, Khan said, As the father of two teenage girls, I am extremely concerned about this kind of advertising, which can demean people, particularly women, and make them ashamed of their bodies. Okay, I will stop him there. It's true that I wouldn't say seeing someone like the Protein World model makes me ashamed of my body, but... On the flip side, I will say that when I look at some of the body positivity activists, 
I do feel better about my body. So maybe they have a point there. Maybe there's something to that.、Uh, he said, da 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 da.、Uh, it is high time it came to an end. Nobody should feel pressurized. Strange use of that word to me. I don't know. Maybe it's a it's British, a British thing. thing.、Yeah. Uh, while they travel on the tube or bus into unrealistic expectations surrounding their bodies, and I want to send a clear message to the advertising industry about this.、Um, then the TFL commercial development director said, "Advertising on our network is unlike TV, online, and print media. Our customers cannot simply switch off or turn a page if an advertisement offends or upsets them, and we have a duty to ensure the copy we carry reflects that unique environment." So. A lot of people are kind of saying, and if you look at the replies,、uh, the sorry, the replies to the mayor's original post, it's all just posting the protein world ad, trying to illustrate to him his own hypocrisy. A lot of people will say it's like, okay, I see two major differences between these ads: one, the weight of the model; two, the race of the model. Seems a little bit hypocritical to say one is demeaning and shaming and unrealistic and unhealthy and so bad it needs to be banned, and the other is not just. Acceptable, passable, but so good. Celebratory wins Celebratory. awards. Celebratory, five hundred thousand pounds of free advertising. I think people are right to be like, hang on. Seems like there's a little bit of a double standard here.、Um, I know, like, I, I did see some people say, oh, the difference is that that was for like a fitness thing, and this is just for underwear. What? Why does like? You should not be so triggered about. Seeing fitness advertisements that you run and complain and protest like that, I think, speaks more to your own personal state surrounding、uh, your your exercise routine or your mental or sorry、yeah. your physical health state than it does anything to do with the ad. So I think that that difference is just ridiculous. But、um, keep going at it, London. You are consistently making me feel at least like we don't have it that bad in Canada. Yeah. We're a few steps behind them, at least. Yeah, I mean, we're catching up. But I think、still. we're I think we're all on the same path. We're all you know, we're all hand in hand. Yeah.、Uh, walking down the same road, <laughs> I think Scandinavia might be ahead of London. Yeah, England, which we will, we, we will we will see to, very to shortly. I think they are winning this race so far. America's trailing behind, but you're coming too. Don't worry. Yeah, but I guess <laughs> for now,、uh, people of London enjoy the fact that you are. I mean, I, I, in in a lot of ways, subsidizing、uh, the promotion of. Ethnic body positivity. I guess what a world to live in. Okay,、um, so next we're going to be talking about Taylor Swift, her latest shenanigans. But first, I need to tell you about Bambi, which is a human resources service. When running a business, HR issues can kill you. Before I started doing the show, I actually worked in HR research. I know for a fact it can be finicky.、Uh, wrongful termination suits, minimum wage requirements, labor regulations, and HR manager salaries. Are not cheap to have to deal with this、uh, average of seventy thousand dollars per year. So Bambi, which is spelled B A M B E E, was created specifically for small businesses. You can get a dedicated HR manager, craft HR policy, and maintain your compliance, starting at just ninety nine dollars a month. So with Bambi, you can change HR from your biggest liability to your biggest strength. Your dedicated HR manager is available. Is available by phone, email, or real-time chat. From onboarding to terminations, they customize your policies to fit your business and help you manage your employees day to day, starting again at just ninety-nine dollars a month. So that's huge savings if you're 
or reconsidering having to hire someone full-time, definitely going to save you money. So month to month, there's no hidden fees. You can cancel any time. You didn't start your business because you wanted to spend time on HR compliance. So let Bambi help you and get your free HR audit today. So go to Bambi.com slash Chen right now to schedule your free HR audit. That's Bambi.com slash Chen. Again, B-A-M-B-E-E dot com slash Chen. Okay, so I feel like we've been talking about Taylor Swift quite a bit on this show. Yes. Um, but I mean, she is essentially the biggest celebrity out there right now. And she's saying a, lo- a lot of I think of Conor sil- McGregor is bigger. No, we went over this. Conor McGregor is not bigger than Taylor Swift. There is no way. If you go to someone random, it doesn't matter in what country, and you say, hey, Why? who's Taylor Swift? They will know. They will be singing 21 or 22. Yeah, 22. They're going to mm. like, they're going to know that. They're going to know who she is. Conor McGregor... They're just going to be like, oh, who's that? They know the walk. No. <laughs> who's that cranky Irishman? They're not going to know him. Yeah. Taylor Swift for sure. Um, but yeah, she's she's saying a lot of silly things about social issues, cultural issues. So I feel like as social cultural commentators, it's like we kind of, we need to talk about this. I feel like every time I see her in the news, I'm like, man, that's an episode right there. Thank you, Taylor. Um, so she came out with a new song, or sorry, it's not a new song, but she's preparing to release a new single from her previous episode or album called The Man. I saw this on the trending page the other day on YouTube um, in between like the paid corporate partnerships, which was nice. Um, and like just from the title, The Man, I knew it was going to be amazing. you like awful, but kind of amazing. And uh, so we cannot play the entire music video or even clips of it because like Taylor Swift and her label, they're notorious for really bringing down the copyright strike hammer. But we have um, a clip of just the visuals of the lyric video that I wanted you guys to see. And for anyone who's not or not listening with video, I'll describe it. It's pretty much an animated video of this woman in a little power business suit walking among crowds of entirely men who are kind of almost doing like fascist like group formation things and she's just going against the grain because she's so brave and empowered and um yeah it's it's pretty much i guess an ode to women in the workforce i suppose i guess so yeah i guess so poor tay tay living living in a man's world and like watching that video we're gonna get to the lyrics in just a second i have them written out um the thing is i feel like taylor swift her brand of feminism it's like 1980s feminism. It's horrible. <laughs> like what? And it sounds so bad coming of her too. That's yes. the other thing. It's like sounds so ironic coming out of one of the, like the richest people that's walked the earth in yeah. the past ever. century. Like, just like ever. Yeah. Ridiculous actually. amounts of wealth. And it's also like, what? A woman in the corporate world? <gasps> and she's she's wearing a pantsuit? Oh my goodness. How scary. Like, what decade do you think this is? This is 2020. Yeah. I think honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if she's even a feminist, Taylor Swift. I just think this is... Everything she does seems calculated to yeah, me. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but maybe that's my internalized misogyny that's making me more judgmental of her, which apparently is the, the theme of the song. So uh, these are the, the lyrics that were uh, kind of like included with that video. Oh, goodness. Okay, so she sings, They'd say I played the field before I found someone to commit to, and that would be okay for me to do. Every conquest I had made would make oh sorry reading lyrics is strange okay we're gonna do like a spoken word album thing here okay every conquest i had made would make me more of a boss to you so pretty i mean what i gather from this my analysis of these very profound taylor swift lyrics is that she's 
uh, upset about like double standard slut shaming between men and women. That's what this seems to be about at the moment. Yeah. Yes. And I mean, to me, I, I'm not actually someone who's ever thought, oh man, if I were a man, this just because I'm perfectly happy being a woman, it's worked out well for me. But that of all things seems like a strange thing to complain about. Like I'm, yes. I'm I acknowledge actually that there is a double standard, but for me, I think we should be doing more male slut shaming. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. I, you know, I actually had, I'd written that down. I was going to say that like, the problem is that we glorify the man whore. Yeah. And I, I, that that's what it is. The, the, the response should not be, well, we need to make it equal. We need to ban slut shaming for women. Yeah. Just it's everybody like, sleeping with everyone else. Not a problem. Go for it. Right. Exactly. Let's just spread the, the, the love STIs. and the STIs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And actually, it's funny because later on in the song, she mentions Leonardo DiCaprio specifically by name, who's kind of like notorious for going through 20-year-old supermodel girlfriends, even as yeah. he gradually creeps. I think he's past 50 now. No, he's 45, I'm pretty sure. I okay. think I looked this up the other day because I was thinking he might be up yeah, there. Yeah, anyway, he, yeah. He's, he's definitely up there, though. And she's kind of lamenting, man, why can't people be as cool with it if I were to do it as if they were Leo? It's like, I don't think that's the lesson to take from there. I think we should just be more condemning of Leonardo DiCaprio and actually more people I've seen a lot of people are, are like, kind like, of raising eyebrows. And I mean, part of it is he's getting older and I think that the older he gets, the less people are cool with it. But which makes For sense because the age difference is even well, bigger. And it yes, seems like it's an established also, pattern of behavior. Yeah, but also, I mean, people should just be all the time, just be like, you're a degenerate, dude. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, uh, then the other on the other side of it, like he'll claim to be on the moral high horse with environmentalism and things like that. It's like, man, you're on a boat with like four models. <laughs> like, yeah. don't lecture me about ethics. Yeah, pretty much. Um she also sings every con. Okay, sorry. She sings, I'd be a fearless leader. I'd be an alpha type. When everyone believes you, what's that like? Oh, some uh, some believe all women action in there. Uh, mm. And then the chorus goes, I'm so sick of running as fast as I can, wondering if I'd get there quicker if I was a man. Who thinks that? Where specifically, Taylor? Like, yeah. How many men are ahead of you in the world? Literally nobody. <laughs> like, literally nobody. Um, they'd say I hustled, put in the work. They wouldn't shake their heads and question how much of this I deserve. I mean, I, f I feel like Taylor Swift is just one of those people who, as talented as she is, doesn't have the personality be to be famous because she just seems very sensitive. It's like even we we did an or a breakdown of her uh, Woman of the Decade Award and she essentially just dedicated it to her haters. And it, se it seems like the same with this song. I feel like she's the kind of person who really lets stuff get to her. And it's like, or you know honey, what? you don't need to read the comments. I mean, you're right. And you know what? I know a lot of people that work very hard or aspire to do things sometimes like to take that approach mentally where it's them against the world, right? Yeah. So maybe she's trying to do that here. And in that case, I kind of get it. But it's like, but she has to understand that this is not reality. But then you still need to put reality. the gender aspect yeah. into it. Like, because everyone loves an underdog story, for sure. Right. There's a reason yeah. why the, they're popular. But it, it doesn't need to be men versus women or women versus men. Like, why do you need to say, like, I had to work so hard to get here because I'm a woman. I had to work so hard to get here. Works just fine too. Um, goes on. Um, they wouldn't shake their heads and question how much of this I deserve, what I was wearing, <laughs> if I was rude. Okay, I I don't get called rude. Like even in her other speech, she was saying like, you know, when you're a woman, everyone says like, they, they just don't really like you. It's like, do people say that about women or do people say that about you? Because I don't know. That's not a... I get a lot of hate, but that's not specifically the whole rudeness thing uh, or just unlikability that I get. I don't know. Oh, yeah. And here's the Leonardo DiCaprio line. I'd be just like Leo in Say Tropez. What it's like to brag about raking in dollars and getting... That's 
blurred there and I don't remember what the original oh yeah getting yeah, um biatches and models if I was out flashing my dollars I'd be a, okay when the same word there but not blurred biatch <laughs> <laughs> not a baller they paint me out to Oops. be bad okay so yeah she's clearly trying to point out some double standards but I don't aside from the dating one which I will admit exists I don't think the other one's do like i mean we have the kardashians out there flaunting their enormous wealth as well and everyone seems about as fine as it with it as they could possibly be i mean i think a lot of people do think that they are that they don't deserve their wealth for but sure I, but i but also to be honest i i know a lot of people it seems to be a minority position that billionaires and rich people like that actually deserve their wealth I think a lot of people feel like they don't deserve their wealth no matter what, even if it's mm -hmm. like Bill Gates or – I mean maybe not Bill Gates is a good example, but someone like um, the Democratic candidate there. What's his name? Bernie uh, Sanders? Bloomberg. Or... Oh, yeah. Like someone like like these guys that are loaded. Uh, it's like what did you do to earn all that money? And a lot of people will say I find. Um, so I think it's not – if it is a criticism of Taylor Swift, I don't think it's because she's a woman. I think yeah. it's because she's super rich. Yeah. And uh, you know, I don't, I'm not saying I agree with that thought process at all. By but again, way. it's not but, necessarily a gendered thing. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's so strange because Taylor Swift went from someone who never spoke about politics, which I think most people were perfectly happy with. I know there were, were a few like progressive journalists who were like, yeah. Taylor Swift's silence on Roe v. Wade is deafening. Like, no, no one outside of social media thought that people don't care what she had to say about politics. But she's kind of done a 180 and I think overcorrected because now she won't, she won't shut up about politics, right? It's yeah. not like she just came out and said, hey guys, this is kind of where I stand. Now I'm going to get on with my career. She's kind of making politics her whole new persona. And it, I don't know if you guys have seen the coverage about the documentary Miss Americana, which is like her documentary. I don't know. It's all about her. It's on Netflix. I haven't watched it yet. Netflix, because they know I am a millennial woman, is so insistent that I watch this. Like anytime I sign into my account, it's there, but I refuse. Um, apparently that is kind of politicized and it's not even like she's talking about these views in what I think would be an informed way. It's like she's she's parroting like early Anita Sarkeesian basic biatch forever 21 brand of, of feminism. Like there's no there's no content. There's no depth. And uh, we actually have a clip from that documentary, Mr. Americana, that I find illustrates this so well. This is the most shallow, vapid explanation I I could possibly think of this is her taylor swift explaining um i guess the songwriting process behind the man I'd be the that is a concept i've thought about for so many years but i just always thought like i want to say it in a way that's like a satire and that's kind of like kind of funny mm -hmm. but it's also making a very serious point i think when i hit on this idea of like if i was a man i'd be the man like you guys would think i was so cool if i was doing this stuff and i was a guy <laughs> like you know and i could get away with this i could get away with this i could get away with this i get applauded for this working with um joel little yeah who has two very strong wonderful intelligent young daughters mm. and i think he you know i think he was writing for them yeah. and i love showing that we really do have allies in the male mm -hmm. civilization poor taylor swift unable to you know be the man because of being a woman it's it's amazing that somehow she's even able to talk to us so openly about this considering how traumatic it must be being in her position That's on a crazy. related note uh, according to forbes she was also just announced to have sold more singles in the past decade than any other musician mm. um so i just i wanted to you know i guess console her hopefully she can 
stop crying about being a woman long enough to, uh, I guess, revel in her overwhelming success. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, it's, it's crazy because I think there's so little um, understanding of, of men in the world that men live in too, where it's like yeah. somehow we're all like bros that work together to like climb a corporate ladder. It's like, do you understand that it's like a, that's a super competitive environment yeah, for, between every, males. for between yeah. males and that a lot of the time the consequences for male um, aggression, it's a whole different ball game. Like mm-hmm. men are, are by far the overwhelming victim of violence, yeah. of actual violence because other men perpetrate it more likely on them. It's, it's a way more common thing. And, uh, you know, men, were, yeah, we're pigs, a lot of but us. That's why, but that's why, like... Mostly to each other. Any Anytime, and whether it's, like, feminists doing this or the MGTOW doing this, I hate the debate over who has it easier, men or women. Right. Because it's different. No, I right? completely there, agree. There are advantages to either, to both. I could see saying, hey, let's try to make things more egalitarian. But when you, when you get into this mindset of portraying yourself and your entire gender as just like the underdogs being kicked yes. and then it's just it's you have pathetic. no insight uh, as to, as the, to the, the other, how the other people yes, live exactly. either so that's what i think she's suffering from here yeah. you know yeah I, I think it's a lot more complicated than the way that she's putting out to be i'm sure that i'm sure that let me let me be honest i there was a there was a scandal with her if you recall with one of the someone like grabbed her butt someone was grabbing her yeah. her butt and that during, is terrible like, there are things that do happen to women uh, you know, more often perpetrated by men that it yeah. don't happen to men as much. Definitely. Yeah. It happens. But at the same time, it's like, uh, come on. There's a lot of other things that men are doing to men too. Yeah, exactly. Or that women are doing to men yes, as well. Cause that, the perpetrators uh, yep. aren't always male. And just like, I don't know to, to me, this is just like, it, it's bordering on delusional the way she's portraying herself. And, uh, I don't think we're going to get a get what go broke scenario here though, because the thing about Taylor Swift is that, her, her fan base is young and female, and apparently they're eating this up, right? Because, I mean, this is a pretty safe... Oh. Women overwhelmingly do, especially, like, you know, younger generation, they do tend to kind of embrace this. And we have some just, like, some posts here, the reaction to this video. Um, Taylor Swift facts at Blessed Swifty. I think it's safe to say a fan. Um the message of the lyric video is that even though we are living in a man's world, women should support each other and have their backs all the time. Okay, first off, I don't think that's the correct interpretation. I think she was more pointing out double standards, but whatever. Clearly this person's on board with the feminist message or aspect. And I love this one. Um, so cultural impact, Taylor Swift's the man. And they got super high building, a lot of life points. I don't know what that's supposed to be. And then the other category, men. Which is like literally zero. And then the third column, it's her IQ. <laughs> <laughs> but that even doesn't make sense. It's like, if men have done nothing and they're so crap, how is it that they apparently rule the world? It doesn't make sense. Of course sense. it doesn't make sense. It's a 15-year-old that put out that tweet. Yeah. It's, just, it's, just, it's just something you laugh at and you go, oh, like, sweetheart. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, it's frustrating to me too. Because like you said, like, you know, like these are 15-year-olds who are probably like comfortably middle class, right? Taylor Swift fans, yep. you know, living in suburbia. Of course. Going to the mall on the weekends. It's like, what? why are you so into this oppression narrative? Like, you're not oppressed. I'm not saying like these girls don't have their own problems in their lives. Everyone has problems, but it's like institutionally, you're fine. So it's like, I know the victimhood narrative is like alluring, but come on, come on, Swifties. You can do better than this. Yeah, and I think, I mean, ultimately, I think why I'm kind of bitter about the whole Taylor Swift thing is that I used to like her music. I, I haven't liked her previous albums as much, but it's like, it's, it's frustrating. Anyway, um, so next up, we have Scandinavian Airlines, another pot- potentially get woke, go broke issue. Mm. Uh, before we 
get onto that though. I need to tell you guys about NetSuite by Oracle. What do companies like Ring, Hint, and Tecovas all have in common? They all use Netflix, NetSuite to accelerate their growth. Successful companies know that in order to grow faster, you must have the right tools. No matter how much you bring in in revenue, from thousands to the millions, NetSuite by Oracle gives you the tools you need to accelerate your growth. With NetSuite, you get a full picture of your business, finance, inventory, HR, customers, and more all in one place. It's everything you need to grow right from your phone or your computer. NetSuite will give you the visibility and control you need to make the right decisions decisions and grow with confidence. That's why NetSuite customers grow faster than the S&P 500. NetSuite is the world's number one cloud business system trusted by more than 19,000 companies. It's the last system you'll ever need. No more worrying that what you don't know about your company could hurt your success. So NetSuite business grows here. Schedule your free product tour right now and receive your free guide, seven key strategies to grow your profits at netsuite.com slash Lauren. That's netsuite.com slash Lauren. Again, netsuite.com slash Lauren. Okay, so in my opinion, most annoying trends we have going on right now, got extravagant gender reveal parties and then the woke ads. Right, woke ads mm. I would say are even more annoying than woke celebrities. You know, people die at some of those gender reveal parties too. That's like true, some, they've yeah. done some disastrous stuff. Okay, it's equal, equally bad then. Both, both unbearable. Um, <laughs> so on the show, we've covered the Gillette ad. Uh, we covered the whole like weird trans pride one from Sprite. Yeah. Uh, we just did a whole video about woke Super Bowl commercials. Uh, I think it was like last week. And the thing that all of these ads have in common is that they push progressive politics instead of talking about their actual politics. Yeah. And I find the ads always super contrived and insincere and things like even if you do agree with them, it's important I think to remember that this is still a marketing strategy right. by these companies. Their goal is still to have you buy their crap, which is fine. I don't have a problem with people wanting to support the companies uh, whose values align with theirs, but the thing is most of the time it's not even like these companies are doing in-kind charitable donations. Sometimes mm. they do, but not always. It's also, um, it's not like they're promising to change the way they do business. Like, oh, we're switching to uh, sustainable packaging or like fair trade this, better wages, whatever. No, it's like literally them paying for a commercial to say, hey, we agree with you. Yes, yeah, exactly. That's all it is. And you know what? That makes me so thankful for our sponsors, definitely. Yeah. Like people like companies like Black Rifle Coffee, which are unapologetically, you know, uh, supporting shows like ours is it's just been awesome yeah. definitely but even then it's like it's hard to find products nowadays where i'm like all right who hasn't done a woke ad yeah right because it's everywhere now but even then like i would still say like in defense of something like starbucks like starbucks has a woke agenda but yes. they're not going to put out an ad that is literally just i don't know a mm. female priest officiating a transgender wedding Learn. and then at the end starbucks like I, to me there's I, a difference i think that you're wrong about that. I think it's I coming. mean, maybe not Starbucks specifically, but it's like... I know, because the problem is Lauren likes Starbucks. That's why That's why <laughs> no, she thinks No, but it's this. like, I do think there's a difference between a company that emb actually embraces like progressive uh, charities and uh, workplace practices versus one that just virtue signals with woke advertising. I think you can disagree with both, but I think when it's something like, I don't know, Gillette, it's like... What what are you doing as yeah. a company to combat toxic masculinity aside from virtue signaling with clips of Anna Kasparian from the Young Turks? I'm pretty sure that Gillette will have spawned more toxic masculinity than anything else. Yeah, point. as a result of that ad, just because it's, like the pure unadulterated rage. You see that and it's something in your brain just kind of snaps. You know? Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, so with that being said, we have the latest iteration of this. And like, I think this is one of the worst, <laughs> worst ones, worse than any Super Bowl one for sure. Um, this ad is from Scandinavian Airlines. It was released just a few days ago, actually, and already the, uh, the backlash to it has been substantial. We have part of it here. What is truly Scandinavian? Absolutely nothing. Nada. Niente. There is no such thing. Everything is copied. Our democracy? Credit goes to Greece. Parental leave? Thank you, Switzerland. The iconic Scandinavian windmills were actually invented in Persia. And we made the German bicycle a staple of our city. So I think you can probably guess the issue that people had with that commercial. This is another one where you could just play the game. You could do this with almost all the woke ads, but it's like, can you imagine this being said about non-white people? <laughs> right? It's impossible. Yeah. Like yeah. there would be, there would be like uh, public deaths. Yeah. Could you like taking, a, like, for example, a country that had been colonized by Westerners and saying, what's special about us? Our legislative system? Nope. From the British. Like, uh, you know, our human that's rights that we have. Too. I wasn't nope. going to go there. But. From, yeah, no, but this, <laughs> that's kind of like the outroar against yeah. that would be just unimaginable. And the fact that it's the people who made this thought it was okay to do didn't, I'm sure they didn't foresee the backlash or else I think they probably wouldn't have. And it's like, you, you choosing to go political as a brand is always going to be, I think, kind of risky um, because politics is polarizing, I think, by nature. Yeah, for sure. um, so, like, you need to be prepared for, at the minimum, some pushback if, if that's what you choose to do. But, like, when your political message is basically just crapping on the heritage of the region you represent, like, were you expecting anyone to like this? anyone at all yeah i would be outraged if if that was like my homeland they were talking about of course yeah, it would just yeah yeah i mean i remember how upset i was this was worse because he was the pri he's the prime minister but when trudeau said like there's no such oh, thing as goodness. like canadian values or a canadian identity but and that kind I of had some dark thoughts going through my brain yeah i yeah. know but that kind of thing is <laughs> upsetting and i think predictably People are upset and from the, I was trying to like look at the reaction to this, um, but I think the reaction from a lot of the Scandinavian people was not in English, um, but from the emojis, I got the sense that they were not impressed. Because I mean, I know we've talked about this before on the show, a lot of Scandinavians or at least the government and their media right now, it's like they are kind of into that whole globalism, cultural oh, yeah. self-flagellation thing. Um, but I think even, even for them, this is a bit much. This is a bit much. Yeah. Um, so the reaction, I hope so, honestly. The reaction, Otherwise, it's way too late. Yeah. yeah. If they're like, yes, well, I mean, that was that uh, the new Swedes ad. Yeah, make way for the new Swedes. Yeah, although I think that also people were not pleased with. Uh, yeah, again. I would hope so, yeah. So the reaction was so negative to that ad, they actually, they took the video down after only about a day, but then they re-uploaded it. And I'm not sure why they did that, but like with the re-upload, the ratio of likes to dislike, I think it's like 4% likes. Or something. Um, mm. I'm not sure if they thought it would be different or improved if they re-uploaded it. <laughs> it's not. Um, they turned off comments. And uh, not only that, but I was looking through their YouTube channel. All of the other videos that that channel has, even the ones posted years ago, have also been similarly downvoted. And they should yeah. they should be forced to change their name. Like, it's, it's pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty bad. And I think, like, aside from just being offensive to 
you know, if you're like Norwegian, your your sense of national pride is also just it's not true. Like it's not true that just because your culture has aspects it's embraced from other cultures, which every culture does, yeah, of course. you know, to a certain extent. That doesn't mean there's nothing unique about you. Like I mean yeah. it's completely false. Have you ever tasted Indian food in a tavern? <laughs> yes. I mean that's all you need to know. It's its, its own it's, thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, it tastes like sure. crap most yeah. of the time. So um, so yeah, I think this is, it's offensive, it's based on a false premise, but wait, uh, we have another part of the ad. Hmm. I think this is my favorite part of the oh, ad gosh. that's coming up yep. here. We're no better than our Viking ancestors. We take everything we like on our trips abroad, adjust it a little bit, and voila! It's a unique Scandinavian thing. Going out into the world inspires us to think big, even though we're quite small. Because every time we go beyond our borders, we add colors, innovations, progress, adding the best of everywhere to here. In a way, Scandinavia was brought here, piece by piece, by everyday people who found the best of our home away from home. Yeah, I don't want to jump to any conclusions or be rude, but I... I, I don't think that anywhere on that guy's family tree is there a Viking. And you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. You could hear it. If on audio, you could hear it. When the guy was talking about his Viking ancestry. Yeah. Distinctly not a Scandinavian accent. Yeah. And well, the thing is, like, I agree that, like, when if you're an immigrant to fully assimilate, you should end up feeling a connection to um, the nation. The nation's yes. cultural heritage. But you don't pull an Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, and say, you, you like, no, like, those are my those, ancestors. Yeah, exactly. What? No, they're not. And that's fine. They don't need to be, but and again, they're definitely not. Well, again, this whole game, like with Elizabeth Warren, for example, if you do that to like a minority group, if I were to go to Africa and be like, these are my ancestors. Yeah, claim all of the... Yes. The honor and glory of like the Zulu warriors or something. Right. People yeah. would not be happy with no. that. And rightfully so. That's really weird. Yeah. So it's, it's so strange. And like with this whole thing, I th here's the thing. You don't need to denigrate your own culture to be accepting of other cultures, right? We can celebrate all cultures. I know you're an airline. You want to stress the importance of other cultures. You can do that without right. crapping <laughs> erasing the existence of your own culture you don't need to do that i think yes. that's that's so ridiculous and, um and also enough of the food therefore open borders argument they just kept showing pictures of food by the way at the end of this show yeah. it's like look at how good uh, look at how good all cultures are here's food yeah and it's like all right you're right there is a lot of great good things food, there's but a lot I don't of good food out there but i need to go full-on open borders yeah unless you're like iceland that. and everything's like pickled fish in that case maybe that is rough although they're scandinavian i think their food's a little bit weird there too no offense yeah, i don't know i haven't yeah. been there but yeah, i would love to i haven't heard good things about yeah i would love food, to, to travel fair. there and try their um yeah Weird food. Um, but yeah, uh, you don't need to deny or water down your nation's heritage to be able to welcome new people. Uh, you don't no. need to say absolutely nothing is truly Scandinavian. And just like the ad reeks of that, like the globalist post-national mentality that says there's nothing special or unique about any co any country, any any Western country that is. And it, it's just not true. So it's especially I don't know how um, I know with, for example, a lot of the national airlines, um, they are actually at least subsidized in part by the government. It's certainly true for Air Canada. Um, I, I don't be know. surprised if in a Scandinavian country it was subsidized. That, yeah. And, and that kind of makes this even more depressing because it's like your taxpayer dollars, if you're Scandinavian, 
are going to fund this airline that is, uh, I guess, not very respectful of Scandinavians. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I don't know if you guys caught this, but at the end, there's almost the like colonial sentiment. They, they say we add color, innovation and progress wherever we go. <laughs> I'm pretty sure under different circumstances where you weren't just uh, like dismissing the cultural heritage of what? Okay, Norwegian is definitely Scandinavian. Where else is would qualify as a Scandinavian country exactly? Sweet, uh, yeah, I think so. Sweden as yeah, well. Yeah. Anyway, so it's like without denigrating like all of these um, The problem is there's an exception cultures. to one of those countries. Yeah. This one, I think it's Finland, but I could be wrong. Yeah, it's like Denmark. I'm not sure. Um, feel free to let us know in the comments. Uh <laughs> But yeah, that was also I th I felt kind of weird because like what is even the the line anymore between, um, I guess, cultural denigration of yourself versus like just full on cultural appropriation? I don't know. I feel like they they're treading a line there. I would love to see the left also similarly freak out about this ad. But so there's already a change.org petition <laughs> trying to get Scandinavian Airlines to apologize for this ad. Uh, so far, company isn't backing down though. We have this statement from them. Uh, from the, the site One Mile at a Time, it seems that SAS doesn't particularly believe that this ad was unpopular, but rather that there was a coordinated effort to have a negative response. Here's how SAS describes the message behind the ad. SAS is a Scandinavian airline that flies travelers to, from, and within Scandinavia. We stand behind the message in the movie that is about travel enriching us. There is a bit more of mm. a message than just that, yes. but okay. When we travel, we both influence and are influenced by others. The experiences we bring from our travels affect us as individuals, but also as communities. Okay, I'm pretty sure if they just said that, people would be okay. Mm -hmm. uh, we at SAS are proud of our Scandinavian origins and the values that characterize our open, equal, and democratic societies. SAS also suggests that the ad has been kidnapped and that some group has intentionally been trying to add negative reactions. When we look at the pattern and the number of reactions to our film, there's reason to suspect an attack and that our campaign has been kidnapped. We do not want to risk becoming a platform for someone else's values, which we do not stand for. Uh, therefore, we have currently removed the films from our channel and are now discussing the next step. Okay, so what's a kidnap campaign? What does that mean? Yeah. Someone tell me, please. And the thing is, like, I'm pretty sure people are mad at the ad not because of some other message they're trying to attach to it, but they're just mad at what you said. Yes. Like, this isn't a case of like, oh, we're attaching another meaning. It's like, no, we just don't like your meaning of it. Um, get woke, go broke. Again, I don't know. I don't know how big of an airline SAS is. I'd never heard of it before, but I don't do a yeah. lot of travel in the region. By When I say a lot, it makes it sound like, oh, I've only been once or twice. I, I've never been to Scandinavia. So again, we shall see. Um, so our last story is kind of a WTF moment. I missed the time before I, I knew about it. Uh, there was this post that went viral. Um, someone saying spotted by another user, we really need a genuine conversation as a, as a society about what safety means. And the photo attached is, um, you can tell it's in a supermarket setting or grocery store setting. They're in the feminine hygiene aisle and there's a sign that says, help us build safer communities, report shop shoplifting to a member of staff. Okay, so me, as a normal person, I don't think anything of it aside from, oh, they've probably had shoplifting issues that's right before okay. yeah i actually think of uh <clears throat> i have someone close to me that works in retail and 
they regularly get stolen from. And, you know, even though these retails can be part of these retail owners can be part of a big chain, they're just at the end of the day, it's a regular owner. Yeah. Like the right? manager or something, or depending if it's maybe like a franchise, it's like yeah. it affects your, an individual's bottom line, Absolutely. not just a faceless mega corporation. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this person obviously didn't think that safety uh, would be impacted by shoplifting. But I think the, the thing is, shoplifting theft does lower safety. The only reason you would think it doesn't is if you're not specifically the one being stolen from. Right. They think it's like a victimless crime. Here. Right. Which is not, not no, the case. really not at all. Not the case. Um, and the, the reaction, the replies to this post were just, it was really depressing to me. Um, this person says, for me, a safer society is one where people wouldn't need to steal things like sanitary products. Mm. So people are kind of jumping on board the like, oh, well, if people were stealing tampons in the first place, clearly they're just an oppressed, yeah. marginalized, probably migrant LGBT woman who needs help and support. Um, what? Like, I, I think you're, you're assuming that people only steal things out of need. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Which is not, not, not true, right? No. Not true at all. No. Um, like people steal things like I mean, television, and you could say, oh, they're pawning it because they need money to feed their orf orphan children, or, or sometimes people are pieces of crap. And I don't mean to look down on people who are going through financial troubles, but like right. to igno ignore or excuse any larceny, it just doesn't make sense. Like, you're not allowed to steal for a reason. You shouldn't be stealing from this grocery store. Another person says, sanitary products should be free for anybody who menstruates. What? Yeah, well, first of all, you know, you like the way that it was worded, right? Yeah. Anybody not who just, menstruates. Not just well, women menstruate, that's right. right? Yeah. Um, but also why? Like this, like I hear stuff like this all the time, like sanitary products should be free, birth control should be free. What does do that you, mean? Do you notice how it's like usually women focused items that are demanded to be free? It's curious, isn't it? It's almost not like only that, but again, we're like predisposed it, to a certain opinion as it's, women. It's like, what the hell does free mean? Right? <laughs> that's, that's always what bothers me about this thing. It's like, does, does it? You just pick it off a tree or something yeah, the, like that? Or the, like... The, the, the tampon tree. Yes. Very rare, but they exist. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it doesn't make sense. And the thing is, like, I've heard arguments about the, uh, like, the, the tampon tax, how tampons shouldn't be taxed. And uh, as someone who thinks most things shouldn't be taxed, I don't like sales tax. I actually support that. Not for the same reasons as the feminist, but it's like... We, we, we charge people for toilet paper, right? We charge people for food, tampons, sanitary products. They're not expensive, but you can't just say it's okay to steal them free for all because that causes problems in the supply chain. That causes problems for individual store owners. Like you Absolutely. just you can't have that. And I feel like these people, you can tell from, I don't mean to like looking at these profile pictures, these are probably privileged people who've never had to work retail or cash and go through things like inventory and understand what exactly missing inventory means. And the yep. fact that it's like, it's, there's not just endless amounts of these things and it doesn't matter if stuff goes missing. That's not how it works. Or worse, someone who's been held up at a cash or anything like that, right? Yeah. I mean, it does happen. I suspect not too often for tampons, but <laughs> it does happen at gas stations and stuff like that all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, this person says, wow, late stage capitalism, asking poor people to police the dignity of other poor people for no payment. Okay. Do you know what happens in non-capitalist countries, like countries who completely eschew capitalism? There's no tampons at all. Okay. That's, that's a problem. That's a bigger problem. Also asking poor people to police the dignity of other poor people. Apparently this photo was taken from a Tesco. 
that is a regular grocery store. Like it's not some salvation. Right. Like yeah. I, my family used to shop at Tesco when we lived in the UK. Like it's not a Waitrose, but it's a normal grocery store. It's like, but that's, I mean, I don't want to, these types of robberies and thefts usually do happen in lower income areas, but unfortunately it actually is a, Something that discourages business owners from opening in certain areas if they're... If you're going to take a certain percentage of losses, yeah. guaranteed loss, I mean, why would you Why would yeah. you open up there? And it's sad if especially... You need to employ security. You know, it's that much more expensive. Yeah, and especially like if you're someone who is maybe from this community and things like that, if you're a small business owner, try to make it work. This is not the right attitude to have but you can say like these people just they do not respect no. property rights they don't respect business owners it's really too bad and in order for society to function i think that people in general do need to police each other's dignity yes like well, it's a community thing we shouldn't even have to have the cops come in and get involved in this it should just be frowned upon that you're stealing yeah you just should generally. just not do it right yeah if not because of your own moral compass then because you don't want the shame of being known as a thief, which apparently there there is no shame in being a thief. You can take whatever you want. Um, and this person who did a Photoshop job on the uh, the sign, help us build safer communities, shoplift. So yeah, you're just like blatantly encouraging shoplifting. And these are all like the top replies. So these are, I guess, the prevailing opinions among a certain gr demographic of people. And... Ugh, I just I, I I don't un, I don't understand. It's like we've every moral value we used to have. Like I don't know, stealing bad. It's totally like no, we can't even say that. Like stealing's actually not that bad. Violence actually, depending, not it's that white bad. White civility. Yeah, civility. Also, that's yes. not good. Now it's like we are living in opposite land. Speaking of opposite land, uh, turns out Tesco actually apologized for asking people not to steal their stuff. Um, this is from Summit News. Paul Joseph Watson's site. Um, he says about the situation after BuzzFeed picked up the story, the supermarket in question, Tesco, actually apologized for the sign. Tesco, quote, removed signs placed above tampons and other menstrual health products that asked people to report shoplifting of these items in its store in Kensington, London, after the signs caused mass uproar online. I don't think they really did, but the company said it was very sorry for any offense caused and claimed that the sign was placed in error. So it's like what? Like, please steal our stuff. Like, don't let us know if you see someone doing something so wrong. Sad. Just go for it. And these companies are so cowardly too. You think anyone was actually going to not go to Tesco because they put that sign up? Yeah. They don't definitely would have gone to Tesco. And that London supermarket Beachbody ad. Yeah. You think people that protested that? Do you think a single one of them was working out? Yeah. Right. Or like was about to purchase some sort of like yeah, protein like, supplement. Oh, that put me off. Yeah, but I mean, no. even if these people do choose to stop going to Tesco, good. It sounds like they weren't paying for what they were taking anyway. So yeah. who cares? Oh my gosh, goodness. And like, again, what's annoying with like, we talked about the body positivity thing and now it's like the stealing tampons things. I hate how women are so involved in all of these stories. I don't know. I feel like there's a generation of women who've been lost to this ideology, which is very, very frustrating. And I think it's it's doing that. Like it's causing more strife between absolutely political parties, but also just between in general men and women. Yes. And it's like... Stop, please. Stop. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It makes me realize how lucky I am. Yeah, well, thank you, because I'm not crazy. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I well, will... to not totally crazy. <laughs> well, I will say, Disneyland I... is a different issue. Yeah, I love Disneyland. Okay, this is a, this is a normal thing. I mean, I will say that uh, you know sometimes I I do see the very black pilled men say like, oh, all women are bad. This is why I don't date anymore. I think that's like no, not all. No. 
but you wouldn't be wrong if you say a concerning amount. That that would be. And I hate the defeatist attitude. Yeah. That, that they. That's not how. It, that's not how it works, man. Yeah. Come on. Put, put the put the waifu pillow away and get back out there, please. <laughs> yes. Um, I think that's pretty much all we have to say for now. But as always, if you are, you know, on the live chat, then just stay on the stream. We're going to be back in just a few seconds going over your super chats. And for everyone else, we will see you next week.